Welcome to the Real Estate Marketing Podcast. My name is Jerome Lewis. I'm your host for today. The Real Estate Marketing Podcast is a podcast where we talk marketing, tech, business, and leadership. We talk these things for real estate agents, real estate investors, and real estate entrepreneurs. The Real Estate Marketing Podcast is a podcast that has two purposes. Purpose number one, to educate and inform our audience and listeners. Purpose number two, Kiera, to spotlight you, your business, or your service in a your service or your product in a way that provides value to you, including market exposure and content creation. With that, we have a very, very, very special guest, Kiera Morell, with a passion for customer advocacy, decorum, and unmatched professionalism. It is no surprise that Kiera Morell has sold millions of dollars of real estate. Kiera has been recognized by EXP Realty as a top young professional real estate agent and is called the future of real estate by many organizational leaders. Real estate professionals and clients rely on Kiera's extensive knowledge and creative approach to buying and selling property to both find the house of their dreams and build a multi-million dollar business through social media content. To ensure her clients are getting the highest level of service possible, Kiera has acquired her certified luxury home marketing specialist designation. Her bachelor's degree in business administration and small Business management is another reason she excels at what she does. Kiera is a firm believer in integrity, service, and loyalty when she's not delivering exceptional service to her clientele. She can be found nurturing relationships with industry-leading agents, training others on social media content, or volunteering anywhere in Los Angeles. Kiera, welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. You're very welcome. So, Kira, tell us, uh, tell us a story about how you got into real estate and what brought you here today. Okay, so I actually got licensed when I was 21 years old, going on 22. Um, I got my license the week before the world shut down during COVID. So I was super excited to get my license, and then didn't know what to do with it. Um, so that has been a journey. And I'm here to add value where I can. And I'm so honored to be here. Well, um, as you as you uh, demanded, I do. I'm, I'm very, I'm honored. I'm lucky to have you, right? <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> you I are welcome. I know you made it from the bottom of your heart. I, I, I do. So um, <laughs> I want to talk to you about branding and um i want to talk to you about branding because you have an eye or i don't know what to call it you said it in your bio like you have a you have a knack for branding and like making stuff pretty and i guess luxurious different stuff like that so i want this podcast to formulate around that um tell us uh you tell the story right because i tell the story all the time you tell the story about how we met i think it'll be better that way Okay, so Jerome and I met through One EXP, which is the leader of EXP's Divinity Groups. So there are, I believe, nine Infinity Groups if they're ha- if they haven't added any more recently. Um, so One EXP heads the diversity and inclusion, and we were both on the board of directors for social media content for One EXP. And so we were meeting super early in the morning to discuss all that great stuff. And um, Jerome reached out to me most recently, a few months ago about teaching branding to his students in the EXP world. 
Um, he told me he was impressed with my branding and he wanted to talk a little bit more. So that is in short how we met. Since then, we have become the best of friends and I'm his favorite person. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> from, from your recollection of how we met, and I want you to tell this in your words and your story, what was it like when I reached out to you? Like, what, what, what reason did I reach out to you compared to other people? Like, what did I say? What was the energy and the mood like? Yes. Like, um, honestly, I don't even. I don't even know if you remember, but I didn't really know. I was like, "Why are you asking me?" <laughs> um, you told me that you were very impressed with my social media presence. That everything had the same feel, the same look kind of one bed, one sound, I guess, if we're phrasing it like that. Um, so that's why you reached out. Okay. All right. So you, so from my understanding, like when you, now that you said that, it's like, you're like, what are you reaching out for? Right. And now that since we've been working together, there has been some consistencies. And I'm like, this is why I reached out to you because there's consistency, there's like branding and all this stuff, right? Which you, I think you knew, yeah. but maybe you weren't like confident enough to say what it was or anything like that. Now that I know that we work together, I, I know that you understand the importance of that and why those things matter. So could you tell me, like, can you give me some insight on that? On my branding or like- Yeah, branding, uh, the consistency, colors, all that stuff, right? Okay, yeah. Um, so I did go to school for business administration. So that's something okay. obviously we took a lot of like classes on. Um, you will never see Coca-Cola, for instance, or any major brand with inconsistencies in their brand. It's always the same font unless they change it completely and then you'll see a total rebrand. So when I got into the industry at first, I was posting like the generic post that you just screenshot off someone's page. And um, as I continue to grow my business and really invest in courses and trainings and going to other states, other countries to learn about real estate, I learned that the people who are really winning are the people who have built their brand more than anything else. They're not, they do not necessarily have to be the smartest in the room. They don't have to have the biggest and richest clients. They're the people who invest in their brand because 10 years from now that pays off way more than you being the smartest. And so I really just decided to take that seriously. So I did a lot of professional photography. You'll notice on my page, I wear a lot of colors that are true to me as a person. I don't just wear things to wear them, at least on my page. I might wear things to wear them in person, but um, anything that's on my page has a purpose. It has a reason for being there. Um, I told you this yesterday, jokingly, but it's true. I don't post like jokes on my page because it has no place there. Like I might think it's funny. It might go on my story, but those expire in 24 hours. So if you were going to my page for the first time, you wouldn't see that. You would see very consistent real estate content, very consistent branding and what I wear, what I do. And I try to just keep that look up because it has proven to be true. <laughs> Thank you. I, I appreciate that. So you have a consistency about your brand, even though you were like in denial. I don't know what you see. I don't know what you like. You have you have a brand consistency. And uh, I noticed that didn't really know what it was. I know I don't do it, but I, I can have an appreciation for it. So in your own words, tell us what a brand is. What does that mean? What is a brand? 
Okay, that's actually a really great question. I feel like a lot of people don't really know how to define that. Um, a brand can be many things, but really I feel like it's your core values and your branding or your brand says who you are without you saying it, right? And so when you see, like I'm looking at my little designer wall that you know I have and each of those, if I just look at the box, I know what it is without reading the name because of how consistent they are with their brand. So your brand kind of speaks to who you are before you speak, I think, in essence, if we're not using the dictionary version. Okay. No, I don't want the dictionary version. I want your version. And so now that we know what a brand, so one time you were talking, like, you don't, you don't appreciate my brand, but you know that I have a brand. <laughs> don't expose uh, is me. It, is it is it fair to say that I have a brand or like, you know, of course it can it can do better. I don't have a Kiera, you know, in my pocket, but is it safe to say I have a brand? Yes, I think everyone has brand? a brand. Okay. From your perspective, what <laughs> brand do you see from me? I feel very exposed right now. Um, okay. Um Okay, I actually have a question. Branding mm -hmm. as in who I know you as or branding from just your social media, like who I believed you were before I got to know you. Because now I know you, so just I have be a different authentic. opinion. Be authentic. <laughs> okay, your brand is very stern. Mm -hmm. um, can be perceived as mean in the right circumstances. I said can be perceived as, mm -hmm. not necessarily is, um, a little bit all over the place from social media, I would say, but not in person or not like who you are, okay. um, but loving and kind as well. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll stop you there because I don't want too many more beatdowns. Tell us about your brand. What's your brand? That was not a V down. Um, my brand is warm. Mm -hmm. It's welcoming. Um, it's feminine. And it's true to who I am as a person. So it just kind of reflects off me. Okay. Uh, I would say I would say the same thing. I think your brand is um, I don't pick up warm and you know, different people interpret brands differently, but I pick up feminine, soft, um, classy, luxurious. Those are some of the things that come when I see your brand, um, what input or advice do you have for somebody that's trying to establish a brand, right? Like we, we teach that class together and some people are like, oh, I don't know, their pages are all over the place. They don't know what to do. What, what input or advice would you give somebody that's trying to build and establish a brand? I would first start with your ideal client avatar. Um, I think that matters much more than just trying to quote unquote establish a brand really think about who you want to work with and um, your goal in that. And so if you, for instance, if you're working with investors, your posts are probably not the same as someone working with rappers and entertainers, right? Because they're two different markets. So an investor is probably looking for like the ugliest house on the nicest street. A entertainer is probably looking for like the most luxurious thing on the market to flex, right? So I would say, first establish who you want to work with, your ideal market or your ideal client, and go from there, see what they like, study them intensely and know what they like, follow other brands 
that they would follow. So if it's luxury, it would be designers like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Dior, all those things. You want to study how they brand themselves, even though those are actual like companies. I would follow that. Okay. So I, I like, I admire your, you touched on something that matters to marketing, right? Like a lot of times we'll say, or we'll think, or we'll feel that our marketing is about us. And it has some incorporation of who we are and what we do, but it's really not about us. It's about us serving uh, the other person. And I like yeah. your, I like the avatars that you have. I've heard you talk about two before, and I want you to just go over your avatar and talk about that. Like you've done in some of the classes. Could you do that? Yeah. Um, I don't have like the paper right in front of me, but um, basically my avatars are like upper middle class to wealthy um, families and wealthy single people. So that is typically who I work with. Um, I worked with a few investors, but for the most part, my clients have kids. They are married. Um, and so my content revolves around stuff that they would like. Okay, perfect. Um, so there, there is a, so you mentioned investors, there's a femininity to your brand. Can you talk about why that's there and how that, how this, how that got the way, how it got there? Yes, it's funny. Um, I didn't really notice that as much until you said it to me one day. But I didn't really notice that. That's just kind of like who I am. I like to wear dresses. I like to look cute. You know, and that's who I was like before I got into real estate. But, um, you know, when you're branding and marketing yourself, you want pictures that feel authentic. You do not want to feel like a fraud. And I think I talked a little bit about that in the class. So remaining true to you, but also doing your branding is important. Because if you show up on Instagram like an Instagram model, <laughs> And then you're going to showings and sweatpants. Um, you know, people feel duped when they meet you online and they don't get that experience in person. And so it was really just me. A lot of those clothes were clothes I already had. Um, I just wanted to look cute because I don't like looking crazy. <laughs> as simple as it can be. But um, as I've developed it more, now I notice. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, there's definitely like a feminine thing with your branding. Can you, so the re, part of the reason I brought you in and I like pushed you a little bit is like, like video. Um, okay. can you talk about video a little bit and, um, give us some insight on video? Should we be using it or like what? Yeah, I believe, um, majority of entrepreneurs should be using video. There are obviously real estate entrepreneurs, real estate agents, investors that do not use video and they're doing well in their business. I started using video transparently because I hate cold calling. I am not the person that's going to knock on any doors and I needed leads. Um, you know, when you enter this business, you think that people are just going to come banging on your door, like, let me buy a house with you. And that does not happen. <laughs> and you don't get paid unless you sell. You have to produce. It's not something where you get a salary. And for me, I looked at other people who were doing big numbers. And the truth is they all did something. So I talk about that in the class. You either attract or you pay for leads, right? You can attract leads to come to you, to DM you, to call you, to text you. Or you can pay Zillow, other companies, for leads, you can cold call to get leads, you can knock on doors. I don't want to do any of that. And I don't like spending my money on leads. I want to spend my money on me. 
right? And so video was easy. I can buy a ring light for $50 and film. I can do that and get views and get clients from that. They can get shared to other people and it works in your sleep, if that makes sense. So it's easier for me long-term, although it is work, but it's easy to me. Yeah, I appreciate video. And I think most people should do video because I'm an entrepreneur, I'm an introvert. And I just don't want to keep having the same conversation over and over and over again. So the reason why I started yes. doing video is like, how can I have this same conversation without having the same conversation? How can I have this conversation across seas? How can I have this conversation when I'm asleep? Like you said, like it's working for you while you sleep. Yeah. If you're doing like cold calling, door knocking, that stuff like that, you can't, it doesn't work um, when you're not working. Video Absolutely. works when you're working. So, and it communicates your personality and stuff like that. Another big part of the reason why I got into video is because I'm very, the way I say stuff is like pretty direct and it can come off in text. Oh yeah. So I wanted, yeah. I wanted people oh, yeah. to know that I had no ill intent when I was talking. So I would start creating videos so they can understand my tonality and my sincerity in anything I do. So that's yes, why I do video. We appreciate your videos. Yeah. Thank you. So <laughs> We have been, I'm going to put some pressure on you. So when we first started uh -oh. reaching out, okay. when, we, when we first started communicating, you told me about some projects that you were working on and you said you were putting together a book. Uh, you told me about purpose isn't pretty. And we've since, we've since deviated from that, right? And you've, mm -hmm. now you've come up with a, you, you created a journal. And we got it to the finish yes. line. And I just want to hear a little bit about that, why you've done it and, you know, ask some questions around that. So tell me about the journal. Okay. Was that the whole question? Yes. Yes. Okay. Tell me about the journal. Yeah. Okay. So I actually have it right here. Um, this is my little baby love child. Um, let me see if you can see it with my ring light in the background. Here it is. So the title of it is Pink Door Society. It's a guided journal to help you become the woman of your dreams. So um, it was actually inspired by Jerome. <laughs> we really? were, you know that, don't even get on here and ask. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I didn't. This is news to me. You are so funny. Yeah, so I am a major visionary, right? I see a lot of things, I have a lot of great ideas, but I have trouble implementing. And so when we started talking, you know, your name on here is Mr. Implementation. Um, you were really on my behind about all this stuff. And one day I was showing you all of my web domains and I have like probably 50. <laughs> and um, I stopped at pinkdoorsociety.com and I had owned that one for like years or no, not years, like a year maybe. And um, I was telling you like about my vision with it. And you were like, well, you should do that. You should do that now. And I think you would be good for that. And so that kind of launched into a journal. Eventually you were kind of like, well, why don't you make your own journal? So I like to journal at the beach. And one day I think I was annoying him journaling, you guys, <laughs> and sending him the prompts and like, oh, you should, you should prompt to this. Like you should write to this. Tell me what you feel about it. And you were like, why don't you make your own journal? 
like, why are you buying all these journals? And I was like, because they make me feel good. They make me think. And um, people were like, well, you should make your own. And I was like, okay. And I didn't really like know what to do with it. But that same night I started like writing down prompts. And I was like, okay, maybe I could do this. And then those first few prompts turned into a hundred, um, which is what is in this. There are some bonuses as well in the front and back, but it's really a journal about femininity, um, growing as a woman, getting to know yourself as a woman and becoming the woman of your dreams. Um, so I really did not know that. I really didn't. I know you're laughing, but I didn't know that I inspired it. Um, you did. I want to tie this into like real estate, right? So I had like, um, I have a good friend, her name's Bonnie. Bonnie was on a podcast and she's a doctor. And it's like, well, what does a doctor have to do with real estate, right? I bring these guests on and people are like, what does it have to do with real estate? And yeah. we want all of the surface stuff, but it's all related, mm -hmm. right? So we had a recent conversation about like a lot of women, they want like, they, I want to be feminine. It's not, it's not just your outfits. It's like stuff internally. And, and, the reason why I'm bringing that up is because people will think that um, real estate is just, oh, you go generate some leads. And it's like, no, it's like you got to do personal work, too. And um, yeah, I want to hear you. I want to hear your perspective on that. I don't know if I'm exact, asking the question exactly, but I think you know what I'm saying. I do. Um, real estate is hard. In some ways, it kind of mirrors acting in a way. Um, and I say that because there's a lot of rejection. And so you have to learn how to not take things so personal at times, um, learn how to think logically at times, which for me can be hard because I'm like, I'm telling you the truth. Like, this is how I feel. This is what I know. And I can't always necessarily explain what I know. I'm very into my intuition, but like, I know. And um, so it can be a lot of that a lot of rejection and I don't know about in Philadelphia but out here you can definitely get lost in the sauce of being a real estate agent um so my first real year as a real estate agent I was that girl who was lost in the sauce like I I sold a few houses I wasn't doing too much but I was hanging out with these girls um who seemed very successful in real estate and let me tell you everything is not what it seems right and um I mean we would go shopping and I was too broke to shop at the time, but they would be spending like seven, eight grand in the store, like drop of a dime, buy a new car, drop of a dime, Mastro's every day type thing. And um, it got to a point where I got in my career enough and I was like, but we're hanging out every day. Like, how are you guys selling houses? And, you know, I was getting leads through my videos, but I wasn't like consistent at that time either. So it wasn't like I was selling a lot, but it got to that point where I had to say, okay, maybe I need to separate myself from these people because you're not really doing anything. You're spending all this money. And it came out later that they were doing some fraud, but that's besides the point. But um, doing your inner work, to go back to your question, <laughs> doing your inner work in real estate is important because it affects how your clients view you. It affects your confidence in going for anything career related. And it also affects the circles you attract. Like the circles that I'm in now are not the circles that 21-year-old Kier could have gotten in because that version of me hadn't done her work yet. And she wasn't the woman that I am now. And so it attracts a lot of things. I've made a lot of 
money. I talk about that in the class. I've made a lot of money with people I've never met just because of my online presence. And that wouldn't have happened for me before because of what I was doing in real life. So you said inner work. So the inner work is important. Nobody talks about it, but it's important. And this journal. Absolutely. This journal helps with that. Is that fair? Yeah, it definitely does. Um, it is primarily for women. I do think anyone could use it if you cross out the word woman in some of the prompts. But it really is designed to help with that for sure. Okay. How can we get a copy? It is on Amazon. Um, if okay. you go to my Instagram page, it is in the link in my bio as well. Okay. And so here's the pressure. What was uh -oh. supposed to come was pink, not pink, but purposes and pretty. Can you tell me what purposes yeah. and pretty is? Like, what's that title? What's that brand? And then when is it coming? <laughs> okay. Um, Purpose isn't pretty. I actually went to a conference last year um, with Chase and Jay Miles, and they were talking about the importance of branding. And they were actually talking about podcasting, ironically, which is, this is my first podcast. So, um, and she was telling us, there was a speaker who was telling us basically that you need a podcast that's not real estate related because it'll draw in people. And then at the end, you'll list your accomplishments. You'll say, I'm a realtor. And you'll get people reaching out to you just from that. And it could be anything you're interested in. That particular speaker, she does like artist reviews, like of concerts and stuff like that. So that's what she does, but it's gotten her a lot of clients with real estate too. And um, I was thinking like, okay, well, what could I talk about? Like, what would I be good at? And like I said, I wanted to stay true to myself because, you know, my initial experience in real estate was being around a lot of people who weren't true to themselves and they came off very fraudy and then they didn't end up staying in the industry long. And um, because of that, I wanted something that was like really me and not just for show, you know? And I kept thinking like, okay, what's a good title? What's a good title? And eventually I was dreaming and Purposes and Pretty came to me. And I woke up and I was like texting Chase and like Purposes and Pretty, Purposes and Pretty, that's the name. And he was like, I can see that for you. And anyone who I said that name to was like, I can see that. Like, that's you. That sounds like you. It is you. And I was like, okay, well, um, my initial plan was to do the podcast and then do the book. And the book would basically be about like my life journey along with a guided journal, which I have a journal now, but it's not the original journal I was planning on doing. Um, but it's going to be about like my healing journey, all of that great stuff. And I was going to feature other entrepreneurs to have them talk about their journey too. So that is what it was. Um, the book, you're putting pressure on me. You did not tell me you were going to throw that in here today. Um, the book will be out this year. When this year? And the podcast year? will be out this year. When? By December 31st. <laughs> okay, December okay. 1st. Okay. When will the podcast come? December 1st. December. Okay. All right. So December, she's going to take the easy way out, y'all. We'll, we'll, we'll accept it. We'll Jerome has it. given me 35 projects and he wants them all due like today. So 
Like, I need Pur- to sleep. Listen, can I say this? Purpose isn't pretty. All right? I Pressure. We got the ideas. <laughs> yes. We got the ideas, and then we need the implementation. December is a cop-out. Are you going to cop out? Well, I am not copying out, but we have other projects we're working on right now. Right we now, do. I'm also working on launching like three different coaching programs. Like, okay. Give me a. All break. right. Let's talk. All right. Let's talk about the coaching programs. When are these? When are these releasing? <laughs> That's December what we're 1st? doing today. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're doing. Uh, all right. I tell me about your fact. favorite. Tell me about your favorite coaching program. Which one are you most excited about? Yeah. I'm excited about all of them, really. Um, But Pink Doors Society, (laughs) don't roll your eyes at me, sir. (laughs) But um, Pink Doors Society, so that's this journal. It's all about like femininity and womanhood. Um, That coaching program will actually be done and out either today or tomorrow, hopefully today, so that someone doesn't yell at me. Um, but yes, I'm really excited about that. That one has been filmed, edited. It's ready to go up. I'm just working on the website now. So I'm really excited about that because it's like a real product now. Um, next is another project that'll serve real estate agents. And that one will be out by my birthday, which is March 27th, because someone is on my behind about these deadlines and does not play with me. And that's what we're working on currently. So Purpose Isn't Pretty is on the back burner for a little bit because we're launching these programs okay. right now. I can get with that. I'm okay with that. So Pink Door Society is the next next program. How how will we learn? How can I get access to Pink Door Society? Because it's about to be ready. By the time we release this, yes. it's going to be out. That is true. It will be out. Um, there is a Facebook group for Pink Door Society. So that she won't let me in, is... y'all. It is for women, everyone. It is not for men. And Jerome is a hot mess. That's all I would say. But there is a Facebook group. We do have an Instagram page as well. It is the Pink Door Society. You can also follow my Instagram page, Keys by Kiera. Um, I post about Pink Door Society on there too. And the link for the coaching program and everything else will be in the bio for Pink Door Society and in the face. There's a story well. behind Pink Door that you've told me. Could you can you tell the audience about what that is? Like what's the significance of the Pink Door? Hmm. Oh, okay. I remember how I got that name. I think you're talking about how I got the name, right? Yes, Pink Door. Yep. Okay. So that was originally a real estate domain that I bought. I was going to use it for real estate, not um anything else. So I was in a training class and there was a man telling us about how he utilizes Facebook groups to get leads. And so it was basically like 90 days to home ownership. And he named his Green Door Society. <laughs> and it was because I, I forgot the country, but somewhere in Europe, when homeowners pay off their home, they paint the door green to symbolize that they own the house officially. And, you know, there's no more mortgage. And so he was teaching that in his Facebook group. And I was like, oh, I like that. And, you know, I'm an ideas girl. And so I was like, let me look up Pink Door Society. Pink is my favorite color. It's been my favorite color since I've been born. So I was like, I'll just do pink because that's easy. I don't have to 
you know, reinvent the wheel. I'll just do what he did, but make it pink and make it for ladies. And um, when we talked, you were like, well, why don't you do femininity with that domain? And I was like, I guess I could, like I bought it for real estate, but I guess that would work too. And um, over time it wore on me for that. And that's how I came up with the name. Thank you. I, I didn't know I inspired so much. Wow. You love credit. Wow, that's so nice. I, I did I just didn't know. So um I want I want to try to get us wrapped up. I call it the closing table when um so closing table. How first I'll start with the bonus questions. How can someone bring immediate value to you or your business? Great question. Um, someone can bring immediate value to me and my business by sending referrals, <laughs> by purchasing the journal. Um, you can purchase it as a gift. It makes a great gift for anyone who's into that as well. Um, you are going to be able to sponsor students to the Pink Door Society. So if you are a man and looking to support and you maybe don't have a lady in your life, you can sponsor someone who maybe can't afford the program as well. So those are some great ways. Okay. How can someone add long-term long value to you or your business? Long-term value um, by following my Instagram page, watching my content. Um, I am approved for gifts on Instagram, so you can always send gifts. Um, I'm also approved for the bonuses and gifts or stars on Facebook, excuse me. So you can always do that as well. Okay. Um, this is a pressure question, but you should be able to handle it. Oh, How, or what are three books you recommend to the audience and why? Wow. You gave me a you gave me a nice recommendation. Trauma. Oh yes, the body keeps score. Um, that's a great book if you are into healing and releasing anything that may have happened to you. The body keeps score is a great book. I forget who it's by. But um, it is called The Body Keeps Score, and it is about the psychological aspects of how your body holds trauma in your nervous system, your brain, and your physical body. That's one great book. Hmm. Who Not How is a good book. I do not remember who that's by either, but that's a great book on receiving and being able to trust other people to get stuff done instead of thinking about how you're going to get it done. Think about who can help you. Um, Number three, mm. I'm going to take over. Pink Door Society. <laughs> oh, Purpose Isn't it's Pretty. It's a journal, not a book. Okay, Purpose Isn't Pretty. <laughs> this is a journal. No, let's do yeah, Purpose Isn't Pretty. To clarify. We're gonna, this is a so, journal. Right. That's a journal. Book number three is Purpose Isn't Pretty. Yes, right. Sir. And and how do we yes, get that? It will be available on Amazon and my website when it is out. Um, and it won't be December. 
July. What's 1st. the website? July first. Okay, so by July first, purposes are pretty. So three book recommendations. Take us through those again. The first one is. First one is the body keeps score. Okay. Second one is who not how, and the third one um, <laughs> is purpose isn't pretty. Okay, and tell us why we should read purpose isn't pretty. Well, it's not out yet. Like you're putting it me on be. the spot. Yes, it will um, be, and it will be about. Okay. It will be about um, transforming your life into what you want it to look like and about discovering your own purpose. There will be a guided journal that'll go along with that book as well. Thank you. Uh, how soon can that guided journal be out? <laughs> <sighs> do you guys see how he does me like i wish this was live so i could say type one in the chat to see if you feel attacked for me but um maybe july 31st okay are you writing this down april 1st y'all so purposes <laughs> are pretty the guided journal will be out april 1st that's April Fool's Day, so April Fool's to you. April 1st, okay? All right. Kiera, <laughs> April 1st. What's one question you wish I asked you, and how would you have answered? Um, okay, I wish that you asked me how I feel working with okay. you. Okay. How I'll would you have answered? Ask that question. Okay, how do you feel working with me? And be honest. It's a roller coaster ride every day. Um, okay, fun, right? There are extremely high moments. I wouldn't say fun. Um, there are extremely high moments. There are also moments where I feel like um, someone's running me over with the trailer tractor. Um. So, yeah, I mean, it all works out in the end. I do have a journal out now. So he does, he just lights too much fire. You guys saw, I said, July 1st, July 31st. And he goes, April 1st, it'll be out. It will. It puts a lot of pressure on me. I feel very stressed out a lot of times, but I feel like it, it works out in the end. It just takes some time getting there. Um, so yeah, always have a glass of wine ready. <laughs> where where can we find out more about you online, Kiara? My social medias are all keys by Kiara. Keys like K-E-Y-S-B-Y-K-I-E-R-R-A. You can also see me on Jerome's page because I'm his favorite person. And so you can find me on there too. Okay, and tell me, all right, so you said I, I, it's a roller coaster. Tell me, tell us, why, why 
Why do I put that pressure? I think there's multiple reasons. Sure, tell me why. Um, I think for one, um, you really believe in me and you see the potential. Um, two, um, I wouldn't say I'm complacent, but I can be at times. Okay. Um, and I think you also get joy out of it too. Okay. All right. That's fair. I could accept that. <laughs> if you could uh, leave us with one word, people close our podcast. They, they leave it with a closing statement, a closing sentence, or some kind of inspirational quote. But I like to summarize things in one word. Give us one word to close us out. Purpose. Purpose. Okay. Tell me why you pick purpose. Can I reply to that with a quote? Yes. Okay, let me get the quote. Give me one second. I wasn't expecting this question. Okay, for a seed to achieve its greatest expression, it must come completely undone. The shell cracks, its insides come out, and everything changes. To someone who doesn't understand growth, it would look like complete destruction. And that quote is by Cynthia O'Selly. Thank you. All right, Kira, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for being on the podcast. Um, fortunately for you, this was uh, my favorite podcast yet. Oh my God. He tried to tell me that I was not his favorite podcast earlier. And I was like, yeah, okay. He was like, you're so conceited. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs>